Special Michael Bolton edition of the Decode Podcast. <laughs> that's my that's my sound. That's the sequel sound from the movie. We can't we can't do that. Mario said we can't do that. Uh, what have you done? I looked it up. As long as it's under ten seconds, they can't flag us. That's true. Since when did Twitch follow their own rules? For three hours and 5,000 plus viewers, there was hardcore lesbian pornography on Twitch. Exactly. There you go. So if I played a little clip from a Michael Bolton song, should it be a problem? <laughs> Watch, that's the thing they have an issue with. Right? Watch. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome to the Decode Podcast. This is episode 47. Uh, we are here today with... A bunch of stuff on gaming news and some little esports news. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say we're here today to mourn the death of something. Gino's back. How are you feeling, Gino? Me. Man. <laughs> Sounds about right. Last week he was sick. Food poisoning. You have food poisoning. Been going around a lot lately. A lot of people. Seaweed salad. Seaweed salad. Got me sick. Okay. A lot of cases of food poisoning these days. I wonder why. End of the world. <laughs> the end of the world is approaching. I was gonna say, you know. Um, but a lot has happened oh, well, since too, yeah. uh, <laughs> last last week's uh, stream. Uh, you know, we've been playing through Resident Evil, and uh, a little thing called Kingdom Hearts Three oh, has come out. Oh yeah, forgot that. That's game. not real. I don't have it in my hands. It's not real. It's in the storage, you know. I hold it in my hands. Yeah, here's the thing. Your reality is your reality. My reality is my reality. <laughs> I have not been to a store. That's very true. Technically, that's very true. Reality is pretty much... It's what you uh, make of it. Reality is in the eye of the beholder. Is that reality, reality is yes. in the eye of the I mean, we're all going by through our own reality. I mean, you guys technically don't exist until I see you. Yeah. That's true. You know, It's so. Schrodinger's game. It exists yeah. or it does not exist. Oh, God. Until I confirm it. And I have yet to confirm it. There you go. All right, there, buddy. It's okay. Well, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out. Uh, we got a lot of games coming out. Like we mentioned them last week, like just the, the more smor- we realize the smorgasbord of stuff that's come out. Yeah, uh, I want to play DOA already. I actually am looking forward to DOA. I know, so is Mario. Mario's yeah, in the chat over there. Say hi, Mario. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to like a, two Switch games coming out today and tomorrow. Like, I still have to buy Traveler Strikes again. I'm so mad that I haven't bought that you yet. You haven't bought it yet. No. And. And and uh, Dragon Death by Mark is coming out. It's Dragon out Mark now. Is out it's out now. It literally launched today. Launched today, and then Wargroove comes out tomorrow. It's out now. The War tomorrow comes out. Wargroove comes out tomorrow. Yeah, it's February first. I've been tracking this game. Yeah, yeah. That's it's weird because it's, it's basically my friend's matchups. already playing it. Yeah, I already know. That, yeah. yeah, that was when they did the Switch announcement, and I saw that. I'm like, that looks like. Yeah, it looks exactly like Advance Wars. That's Advance Wars with Fire Emblem characters. Yeah. It's exactly like it's basically a love letter to Advance Wars, and I am so in for. And the fact that it's not just that there is a there's like a rich story mode, great characters, but also what they put into it is um, there's co-op mode, online like local co-op, online co-op, um, versus mode, and also create scenarios and create a campaign mode. Yeah, they so they also started adding that to uh, Tiny Wolf. So you can D and D your war group? Yes, you could. That's pretty cool. You can no, and even down like create a campaign, as in you can go as deep in like creating like scripted scenarios between characters. 
That sounds pretty good. Yes, it yeah. is very intuitive in like the creation process. I'm I think it also has crossplay. I, I think yeah. so. I think so. I think so. So it comes out on PC. Yeah. Because okay. I know, like, and they did announce that, uh, speaking of which, like, kind of like cross and creative games, is that uh, they did announce RPG Maker um, MB is coming out for the Switch. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. RPG Maker is coming out for the Switch. That's so RPG Maker is coming out for the Switch. That means we're going to get all that's the fan huge, fiction that's RPG. A, that's a big deal. That's like a huge thing. So I get to make my own version of Kingdom Hearts that can still take Pretty much, yeah. The canon. Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> She's not a Disney princess. She's not a Disney princess. She's a Square Enix princess. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, RPG Maker for the Switch, Mario. They they confirmed it. It's coming out for the Switch, and that's a that's a. That means we get Power Stone Three. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That means we get Power Stone Three. I mean, we get Cannon Spike. I love Cannon Spike. Yes, I'm gonna hurt you in many ways. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Kingdom Hearts Three is obviously like. A big new game this year because no, it is. It is. It is. It is one of the bigger. It's, it's, I feel Resident Evil Two is bigger. That's it's, just personal it's bias. Devil May Cry. It's considered. It's considered one of the big releases of the year because it's a game that has been in development for over thirteen years. Thirteen years. But the problem with it is that when you play it, it doesn't feel like it's a versus thirteen game. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's versus the secret th- ending. Like, <laughs> spoiler alert! It's <laughs> versus thirteen. The secret ending uh, confirms that the versus thirteen world is not canon to the, to the Kingdom Hearts universe. All right. I mean, <laughs> I said that jokingly. It did. They made it canon. So versus thirteen actually exists since it's technically. Yet part they of- won't remake my goddamn eight. So one of the things that's funny <laughs> is in Kingdom Hearts there is universes known as like the kingdom that never was, which was like a kingdom that once existed but now didn't because you know plot. Eight. Uh, <laughs> Eight. But yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts is interesting. Uh, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Uh, it's a bad I, game. It should feel bad. It's not a bad game. It's just no, not it's, a great it's game. Not, it's not. It's yeah. not a bad game. But it's not. A, it's this is my opinion of it. It's not a bad game. <laughs> But at the same time, it's not really a good game at the same time, you know? So it's like, uh, it's like, I waited I waited 13 years for this game, you know? And, um... That's why it's a bad game. 13 no, years! No, no, hey, I waited is, just as long no, for The Last Guardian, okay? No, that's the thing is, though. I waited 13 but years for the game. game. No, that's the thing is, though, Gino. I knew waited, that they were working on that. I, I waited... 13 years no, we did. There was a period of time where we thought it was dead. Yeah. There was a solid time we thought this game wasn't coming out. We already knew that third... We already knew, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't being worked on until, like, the past, but like, 12 months. here's the thing months. is, though. That's the thing, though. This game was 13 years in the making. Technically. It, technically, like, yes. Like... It's a game we've so waited 13 years What's for. the Nintendo... What's funny is, I can't... I wrote this in... I'm, I wrote this in the review that's coming for Kingdom Hearts 3. But what's the exact quote that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto... A bad game on release is bad forever. A postponed bad game can eventually be good. Okay. Something to that effect. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not always true for, like, every game. It really isn't. It really isn't. It, it really isn't true at all. I mean, it's just... I think that the, only applies really to Nintendo games. In a way. We're looking at you, yeah. Metro Prime 4. Um, the, the, we should talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. You know, I, I have a lot of words about that. But 
it's I just feel that yeah no this argument is very a delayed game is eventually good but a rushed game is forever bad like I know I agree this argument is very subjective which argument like whether or not Kingdom Hearts 3 is a good game it's a, it can be very subjective because yes you're gonna have people who do think it's a good game okay Kingdom this Hearts is 3 is a release in a series that started out objectively solid with a nice framework in mind and then they ran themselves into a corner and needed crappy time travel shenanigans and wonky clonish yeah, characters it, to get themselves out of it. It just feels like this is a game that, that doesn't feel like it should have been. This doesn't feel like this is the game that I waited 13 years for. Where is the Keyblade? I'm still waiting for Keyblade War of the MMO. They promised that. Well, you're going to have to hold <laughs> that's, your all, that's on the shelf with the Mega Man EXE MMO. You're going to have to hold your breath a little Don't. bit longer then. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, judging at the track rate, it's going to be forever. Well, that means we're not getting seven um, yeah, anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of there was a lot of spin-offs in this game. There was so many things that they just kept on throwing at us to kind of like remind us that Kingdom Hearts was still a thing. And then when we finally get the game that's supposed to wrap up everything, it doesn't do that. It, not that it doesn't do that. It just is like I don't no, know. It, it's, it's, it's like I I personally just couldn't get myself excited for it anymore. Uh, to answer in the chat, if the Keyblade War at the Union X mobile game, no, it's hint, it's touched upon in the Union X mobile game, but it is not focused on the Keyblade War. Yeah, it, it's I don't know. Like I said, this is just my pro, this is my own opinion. It's like it just feels like to me like I guess it's me. It's like I just my can't my, my thing with my it. thing with the Kingdom Hearts games is that. It's a solid idea on paper, you know, yes. Final Fantasy. No, yes, very solid. Square Enix stuff, mm -hmm. you know, Final, you know, Square, Square, Square Enix means Disney. Yeah. Which is, you know, on paper is an amazing idea, right. given that if at one Disney point... Disney has the rights to at it, At one point, you know, I think, what, was the Square Enix and Disney had merged at one point? No. Or... Remember, it was Enix that started... It was Enix that started the whole thing. Yes. And then that. Square ate Enix and then continued it. Yes. I mean, it is a fun game. Uh, it, it's look. not a bad game. It's no, just, it's, it's very look. obviously okay. badly written. And I think no Kingdom Hearts, no diehard Kingdom Hearts fan wants to admit that the story is just horrible at this point. Like, it's just a bad story. Because Nomura can't write. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to flat out say this. Nomura cannot write. He can design really good characters. He puts chains and belts on everybody. He, okay, maybe he doesn't design really good characters. <laughs> but, but he has designed an excellent battle system. It's actually a unique battle system. And that's the, that's one of the biggest things that I enjoy about Kingdom Hearts. That's no, yeah, battle system, yeah, I've always loved It battle changed system. the RPG yeah, battle system it forever. Because really remember, after Kingdom Hearts came out, what did we have next? Brave Fencer Musashi. Exactly. It, it turned the mm -hmm. turn-based RPG yes. into a real-time yes. JRPG. Yes, it did. I, will, I mean, I will this give one is Kingdom basically Disney May Cry, so, you know, it's, I will, it's fun to I play. I will 100% um, give Kingdom Hearts that, that yeah. both 1 and 2 changed the RPG battle system completely. It did. It blew it out the water. 15 wasn't in development that long. 15 wasn't developed almost as long as Kingdom Hearts 3. They were both started at the same time. What ended up changing for them was both both games made the switch over to the Unreal Engine while they were originally on right. Square's thing. Kingdom Hearts 3 had to restart from scratch 
and so did Final Fantasy. At that, that's why they changed it to. Wait, it went from they, verse thirteen to fifteen. Yes, no, but didn't they also then change the engine back to the new Final Fantasy engine? Nope. No, they, they haven't used that new engine outside of fourteen, right? No, nope. It's just haven't. it's only been on fourteen. Yeah. They found that the. So weird. It was also in like what uh, twelve in, more the, in the twelve game. The, the remake of twelve. Yeah. Remake of twelve. Yeah, yeah it's in the remake of twelve. Of 12. It was the, uh, yeah, Big Hero Six is it's technically it is Marvel owns. That's it's, like that was like the uh, yeah. the the little segue, but that's like the only Marvel reference that they yeah, have. But, and, and even then, at that point, that's still reaching because even the Big Hero Six characters in the Disney uh, in the Disney movie is only the yeah, yeah it's yeah. only like they're the Big Hero Six. They're only the Marvel characters by name. Yeah, only. Yeah. Um, but the long story short is uh, that Kingdom Hearts view will be out at some point. Um, I walked away very mixed. Um, I enjoyed that there was some finality to this saga, arc. Uh, this particular arc, uh, because Chapter they, One. Uh, this is the, it's, they've officially canonized it as the Dark Seeker saga, uh, so that saga is complete. Um, and then there's going to be other sagas in the Kingdom Hearts series. So there's going to definitely be more Kingdom Hearts. Um, I'm going to die before this is over, aren't I? Yeah, pretty much. We're going to be old farts by the time they ever decide to finish it. Um, that's Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell. It's going to take forever to get anywhere. And it's also no more. We're also probably going to be dead before the third disc of uh, 7 comes out. <laughs> that's if they ever make that game. Speaking of 7, there was an announcement today. Uh, this is a quick segue. Apparently, 7. They just said 7. They haven't said if it's the remake. They haven't said anything is coming to the Switch. It's probably going to be the. Uh, it's going to be like an HD version of the original because um, they've been putting it everywhere. Yeah, no, they've been putting a lot of their. There's this whole campaign of putting a lot of the second gen, next gen uh, Final Fantasy games on the Switch. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I would actually. I would really like. Um, like, I would like them to finally put. Via the um, Nintendo Online, like the classic Final Fantasy games, like one, two, three, four, five, and six. I would just like them to do anything with Nintendo Online other than what they're offering right now. Yeah, like some some interesting things with that. All right. So speaking of Nintendo, um, Nintendo just had that little announcement uh, early in the week where they announced their development of Metroid Prime Four. Uh, yeah, then we're so, gonna do a little rep. Yeah. Also a little rip of the Wii Shop. The largest collection of um, old Nintendo games in the world, actually. Yes. Yeah. Official Nintendo games mm -hmm. has been shut down. Yep. We, yeah. we, now we that makes JNL in New York City. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, they mentioned they mentioned they did a really very interesting announcement about it. They the, the way they did that announcement set such a great it precedent did. for them. It did. It really did. I think did. more companies should follow and, and this and this is and this is my take on it. And Nintendo, so here is the standard for gaming right here. This is where it was at for for now from then up until now. This a little is lower. I'm going to keep it here because <laughs> I, I, I got at least be here. This is where the, this is the standard of gaming. Nintendo made that announcement about Metroid. Standard of gaming has legit been moved up to here. Everyone else is here. Nintendo is up here. <laughs> by because by the fact the fact that Nintendo came out and said, "Look, 
uh, we're not happy with this at all. We cannot lie to you. We're not happy with the development of this game. We are not happy with the path that it's taking. We're removing whoever's been we've been working on this game with, and we're bringing it over to the studio that we know could do something with it because we want to give you the best game. They, we didn't find this out through some interview with some news junket. We didn't find this out through some leak. That we didn't find this out. We didn't find out through some like video game esque TMZ news outlet. Nintendo came to us. The producer of the game came to us, the players, and spoke to us and said, I am not happy the way this game is going. And we are strapping it and starting over with a new company. That is honestly the greatest thing I have ever heard any game developer ever do. Yeah, I think more developers need they to do. follow suit. Uh, specifically, you know, EA. Um. <laughs> yeah, they really do. I um, it's weird because Metroid is one of those weird series that there's also an online comic where people wanted realism from the Legend of Zelda series. They give us Twilight Princess and it's like, oh, it's too ugly. Because it was it was the it was the fallback from Wind Waker being too colorful and cartoony. Right. Too kiddish looking. So they gave us Twilight Princess. Everyone's like, we don't like that. Then they give us Skyward Sword and people are like, this is good, but we don't like the format. It's like, okay. There's the running joke is the customer doesn't know what they want, and that's no, what I've I, always I, felt I, when I it comes to I, Metroid. I, I think it's it, well, I think that's true specifically for Nintendo diehard fans. Like yeah, yeah, the ones that just eat, sleep, breathe yeah. Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder it, what type of direction this Metroid game was yeah. going for them to say, "No, we're not doing this." Yeah, that's what I'm wondering it's, too. That, that's 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 what I'm wondering also, and I'm I'm sitting here. Now they 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 they're jumping back to having Retro Studios make but the Prime series. But the thing but is, this game was originally going to be done by Bandai, Bandai Namco. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, how does Bandai Namco mess up Metroid? I already exactly. know how they did. And it's out. What's your take on that? Come on, it's Bandai Namco. It could go two possible routes here. How? All right, first route. Uh, Roman, um, what's it called? It owner, uh, kind of like uh, like the Fist of the North Star games or the uh, Common Rider games, or the, oh, it'd uh, be like a Muso game. Yeah, a Muso game. I, I I don't. I don't think they would have done they that. They would have done that. They definitely wouldn't have done that in Muso game. I I, I I think Bandai Namco tried to do the formula that was in Other M. Yeah, yeah. that's what I feel was, like it was. Which like. Other oh, M, not a bad game if you ignore the story. It plays yeah. really well and it's awesome side scroll stuff. Like it. Um, I actually uh, watched all the, the cutscenes. It's a good. It's a put together as a good movie. Yes, if you mute it. <laughs> yeah, if you mute it and just read subtitles, it's um, a great movie. I just look at Bandai Namco's track history of how they design games. I mean, they obviously have access to all the, the Shonen Jump mangas. We've seen their Naruto games. Yeah, their Naruto yeah. games, the Dragon Ball games, and things of that mm -hmm. nature. Um, I was also thinking Gundam. Well, the thing is, because Bandai Namco has. They have a track record of not just doing like Shonen Jump stuff, but anything that's like a, uh, an, a commercial property character. Yeah. They do a lot of commercial property character crossover games or commercial property, uh, style of um, like RPG fighting games or like. And yeah, uh, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls and Metroid. No, no, that's, that's I, I, yeah, I maybe. Mean, I mean, that's Nintendo does does. Not like when their games are too hard. Yeah, like definitely. And that may have been, that. You know what? That may have been it. 
I bet you it was like it was probably some like yeah. third person action mm-hmm. adventure Metroid was. thing, and they it were just like, was. "That's not no, it, it doesn't feel like Prime." Like, yeah, Prime to them is a first person game. Yeah, it's yeah. a first person Metroidvania, which is yeah. one of the hardest things to do. Is very difficult to do, but they were able to pull it off so many times. But I think is the fact is that, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, Super Mario 3D World was. It was a game. Have you not played Super Mario 3D World? That was a game. Super Mario 3D World was a game. The problem with Super Mario 3D World is the system it was put on had poor depth perception. Yeah. It's not hard because the game's actually designed hard. It was just... It's hard because you cannot see see the the depth in the 3D world. Whether you're doing the 3D or not, the depth perception in the game is actually very well off. It's actually probably one of the most badly designed Mario games out there. And yet it's still fun! It's still fun. So I beat that game with my son. Right? But I was like, it's very hard to tell the depth perception between background and foreground in that game because they didn't design it well enough. Right. It's very odd looking. But, um... Because I'm... But, yeah, it's like... I, I get the feeling that what they were trying to do, what they were, what they were going to try to do with this Metroid, Metroid game, yeah. it was going to be something along the lines of, like, they probably... Like, Bandai Namco like, came to this, like, let's make... Uh, a Metroid game, but it applies with like you are reminded of how like powerful and action focused, and how you are. It's just you against waves of pirates. Of, yeah, like, that's why. Pirates. Yeah, like, like waves of space pirates. That's and, why I said like, I but not like, but not like a Muso game, but like more along the lines where it's Dark Souls, where it's you are just this one person against waves of all of these space pirates coming at you. And it was probably going to end up being like a Dark Souls-style game, where it was going to be just a really difficult Metroid game. And they sat back like, no, this is not Metroid. You know, like, yes, we're supposed to feel like we're this um, empowered character, but at the same time, they don't want to, like, remove the desire to play this game at all. I will say, uh, I, I will say, I will say, like the best way to describe it is this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like segue into my, in my, in one of my personal loves of D and D. If you start a D and D game, uh, zero, like day one campaign D and D game, your characters are level one. Right. You put them. In, you know, what you're supposed to do in a session zero D and D game is just character introductions, meet and establish the relationships between characters. If you, as a DM, throw the, these new these new characters, and not even just new characters, new players into this game, and throw all of these really difficult boss fights at them that they cannot win because they're level one characters, they're gonna want to get up and say, "I don't want to play D and D anymore because this is how I think D and D is gonna be from now on because of this." And I feel like is that uh, um, Nintendo probably saw this Metroid Prime game. And they probably saw it, it was something like that, and they they were going, "This is our this is our game. This is gonna be our first Metro game that will bring in new players after a years of no Samus Aran focused Metroid games." We had Hunters. No, we had the DS game. That wasn't. That was. We had what? That Federation Force? No, no, no. no, no, no. We're talking about uh, the Sa- Return of Return of the Samus. Return of Samus. But, oh, yeah, but that was. But this is this is the this is the Metroid game that like, people who are playing on the Switch will get into. 
And if the and if you make this game into something that is just either too difficult, doesn't have the same feel mm -hmm. as Metroid, people are gonna be like, I don't want to play Metroid anymore. And it's funny because that Samus Returns game was done by Mercury Mercury Steam, yes, who had worked on the Lords of Shadow Castlevania games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're no stranger to that whole no, they're Metroidvania not, yeah, thing. They're not, and they're I'm not, like, why didn't you just have give them Prime? They're like, not, why but, didn't you Yeah, they, they, like, that's the company they could have given give Prime to begin with. They really could have. So, just so you know, because I'm, I'm, I only know this, the only first-person shooter that Bandai has was a game that was an RPG first-person shooter in 1985. What was it called? I just had it because I was just checking all their, uh, like by uh, what's it called? Right. Uh, give me one second. But yeah, they have a lot of fixed shooters, and that's what I'm thinking that it might have been. But yeah, like that's I the other thing like, I was thinking. Right, like I said, I feel I feel like this is honestly the best thing Nintendo could ever do, and that that pretty much puts so many other game companies on notice by just doing that. It put them so much on notice. I'm really interested to see uh, what other companies do to step up after this. That's that's Molly's two cents. That's my two cents. The other game I was thinking was um, if we look if we look at their shooting, the, the games that involve shooting, the only other game that they've ever published mm -hmm. um, is the mech is those mech games. The um, by the people who did Dark Souls. Um, um, it has White Glint in it. I can't remember the name of the of the series now. Oh my I'm God. sure you'll figure it out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but those were very, um, you're dodging through a bunch of stuff. So it's like first person bullet hell kind of. Yeah. That sounds yeah. bad. That sounds great. And that, yeah. that's what I'm thinking that it might maybe, have been. Maybe that's what it could have been. But like I said, they didn't want to create. I mean, basically, whatever it was, was bad. not good enough in their eyes. So they decided to do away with it. But mm -hmm. the way they did it was incredibly smart because smart they did it direct to the consumer yeah, they did said hey we know you're excited for this game star uh, luster that's the game it's not it's not ready yeah <laughs> and that is like i said that we're is not going to give it to you just yet. very well done of them and i appreciate them and i put nintendo at a whole new standard uh i view them in a whole new line of standard after that 100 i mean they're just smart they know they understand yeah. how to be consumer based mm -hmm. which is which is not many people know not many game companies know how to do these days they're not. It's just yeah. it's it's weird because Prime is one of those weird games where they lost the original development team halfway through two, and it shows. Yeah, it does. It did. Um, and three, so I know that they have the original HUD designer back, and the original um puzzle designer back. So, at let's, retro. See this, yeah, let's see just where this goes. We'll see where it goes. I just want more with the I mean, ship. If they're, starting, if they're starting over now, we're probably not going to see this game for like a good. Three years. I'm totally fine with this. I am Which one, I think is a little too long. A little too long, but I'm fine with waiting a little bit longer. Unless they're just going to have them, like, no. don't rush through the no. game. No, they're not. No, they're this they're is, uh, Metroid there. is too rich in Nintendo. I mean, on the plus side, we're going to get Yoshi's Crafted World this year. Yes! So. Yeah! Well, that's yeah. a huge for Yoshi! And the Animal Crossing game. Yeah, well, that's a huge, those are two huge pluses. Don't get us wrong. Those are they did pluses. say 2019 for the Animal Crossing they game. They I did. know, but that's not for me. I know it's not for you. That's gonna be great. But that's still son. a big, that's, that's still a, a big huge, Nintendo yeah, title. Animal Crossing is where my son gets hype. Yoshi's Crafted World is where I get hype. Mm -hmm. And then if they ever release that actual Pokemon RPG, which actually we are due for a Pokemon game this year. We are, yeah, we are. 
a main story Pokemon game this year. Yeah, we are definitely. In this I don't know. I might just pick up Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah, just because. Yeah, I just want a port of uh, Detective Pikachu on the Switch. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, actually, it's apparently a really good game. I would assume so. I guess I don't it has know. A movie. A movie about it, so it has to be we got Ryan Reynolds, Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, it has to be a good game if they make a movie yeah. out of it. Apparently, there's a Switch refresh coming this year in terms apparently. of hardware. I don't I mean, know. Switch, I mean, Nintendo's been doing really good. You know, you no, got, they've been doing very been doing really good. Smash is just. Everywhere now. Yeah. Even at the cafe. Yes. That we record from here at 65. We didn't put the cafe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we didn't put the cafe. We have to do. We do it every episode. It we doesn't always have to be at the beginning. As long as we squeeze yeah, it in there. As long as we squeeze it in there, yeah. It makes Gino happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cafe has been home to a lot of tournaments lately. We've been doing a lot of esports stuff here. Uh, we uh, had our Waypoint Warriors. It should be up on our YouTube at one point. Waypoint Cafe NYC. For YouTube, it's it's it was a four-hour stream. Pretty good. That sounds cool. It was fun. Um, the patch came out midway through the tournament, so that was funny. Watching everyone kind of like stop and like stop and play. wait for an update. No, 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 no. We didn't push the patch up. It just everyone just kind of wanted to play Piranha Plant. What a lot of nerfs. They, like, it was funny looking at that patch. The, the actually included patch notes. Yeah, the patch notes is which like, provided no frame data, so I'm like, that means nothing to yeah. me. It was quite the list of nerfs and busts down the down the board. They nerfed cable. Yeah, I'm they nerfed cable. Like the the stun damage, uh, the stun damage uh, time has been I'm shorted. Upset. Uh, vacuum that length nerf. has been redoed. The vacuum suck. Uh, it's been shortened, and the propeller has been nerfed. Like Ike's nerf was unnecessary. They did it because they were worried that he would become the next Chrom for Chromicide. Most likely. No, that's probably why they did it. And yeah. it's like, yeah, we shortened the meteor distance. I'm like, but that ma- that's the only, it was yeah. his up B. So I'm like, wait, so every one of his other moves have the same meteor distance yeah. as the original up B. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so literally you made n- no real change. You just gimped a, a one move it's like just one yeah. little tiny, that did little tiny that doesn't even meteor that much just one little tiny change yeah smash smash had that update recently mm-hmm. uh another game had a significant update this past tuesday and i'm of course talking about destiny 2 oh, i thought you were talking about wow <laughs> I don't know. do i play wow you probably no, did at one I, point i did no. a long time ago uh, but Destiny 2 had a, a really nice update this oh. past Tuesday. Uh, they fixed a lot of supers. They gave buffs and nerfs to certain weapons. Crucible has never been more fun for me I ever. I they're saying that they're going back into Crucible now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It's been so much fun because the supers have been <clears throat> fixed. Nothing's too OP. Mm-hmm. Things are, like, a little bit more balanced now. Nice. But then they decided to give us a quest for the last word. My favorite hand cannon of all time. Oh, now you have a reason to... Do it. I did it already. Oh, it gosh. took me like three and a half hours. Oh gosh. Oh boy. It wow. Three and a half hours to do the whole quest line because it's a very long quest line to get the gun. Jeez. And then I took that quest, I took that same gun and, and I went into Crucible. Oh, of course you did. And I was just like pew pew. Like you missed pew, this. Pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. I was like I missed this. Uh, but yeah, last word is back. It's live. Um, I think it's really interesting that they gave us the last word because the next DLC is going to focus on the Drifter. Right. And the Drifter has ties to the characters that once wielded the last word, as well as 
the Thorn hand cannon, and right. the trailer that they showed to highlight these changes mm -hmm. at the end gave a very strong hint that Thorn might be coming back to the game also. Yeah, it, it looks like they're um, they're kind of making up for a lot of like the lack of lore in Destiny Vanilla. I mean, they're taking so, a lot of stuff from Destiny. The best Island thing about the lore is yeah. I can read it in my main in-game menu. Yeah, that's actually like, so you know how many times I actually just sit and read Destiny lore while yeah, it's like, I'm waiting yeah. for my friends to get online? They should just have a comic come out soon. Or a book with all the lore in it. They did. They actually released a Grimoire book that you can buy online that has all the lore in an actual hardcover book. Oh, nice. Does it look pretty? Uh, yes, it's actually really nice. I'm considering getting it. Uh, but I got the last word, and in turn, they gave me a code, and I can get an actual replica oh. of the actual last word. Oh, sweet. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool looking thing. Uh, there's also a shirt, like an exclusive shirt that you So can wait, get. you got this code after doing the quest? Yeah? After you're doing the quest. So they're like, hey, we know you just did this quest. Do you want to buy this shirt or this replica? Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, dang. That's... It's fun stuff. Yeah. That's some nice little rewards. Hmm. Um, So that was an update there. There was a WoW update? Uh, a tiny one. They're, they're trying to win back their population back. Oh, More like the actual WoW devs actually do care about their community. The only ones who do care about their community. Yeah, they do. Um... The big, the big update for at least in my life right now has been um, Dota Two. They reset everyone's ranks. Uh, it's a brand new season. It's a brand new day. Yeah, everyone's ranked uh, season re uh, redone. There's new uh, Dota Plus uh, quests and everything like that. And then there's uh, we just have the the major. The first major of the year passed. We had the first major for Dota 2. Team uh, Secret Team 1. Secret 1 which Yay! Means, which means no... Uh, there was not one Chinese team actually in the finals. They all got knocked out. I think LDG was the last one. Yeah. Um, I know for... That's my, a no. I'm, I know from on my end is... Uh, I finally got to do... I'm doing the Monster Hunter uh, annual... Like the year-end celebration. Celebrating one year of the game. Um, and Greatest Jaggers Hunt is the best way to farm, <laughs> is to farm decorations, that's the only thing I can take away from it, that's about it, and I guess that's, I know, wait, no, there is, oh, there is going to be one more, um, event until, no more events until, uh, uh, Iceboard, the last big event is going to be a, uh, Arch-Tempered Nerd Gigante, which is, eh. Me. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, we. I have no more, like, all my games have no more updates after that. Um, there's a Hearthstone nerf coming. Yeah. Instead of, what everyone, it, it just seems like it's like, can you just listen to your dev who left? You yeah. said, introduce rotation. Yeah. They're, instead they're, of just nerfing the base card. That's, that's what really annoys me about this whole, about the whole thing is that there's no real rotation. It's just that they nerf the card completely and it's just yeah yeah they have a bunch of cards yeah. for no reason because they don't know what card balance is they, they really don't know they really don't and that's why i'm really not a fan of like for example like there's that one nerf there's one card that when you drop it gave you put out the card you put out a card and you put out the creature and it summoned two other creatures yeah with divine shield and taunt they nerfed it where that the creature isn't summoned it's just it just creates two creatures with Divine Shield and Taunt. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, then there's also, uh, 
Overwatch joining us in 2019 finally in terms of replay uh, in terms of viewer watching right with the new Twitch um, the Overwatch League pass mm -hmm. for this season right they uh, introduced now you can follow in through the Twitch client individual players from their perspectives man yay it's when Dota didn't, didn't CSGO yeah didn't Halo, they were, Call of Duty. I mean, Fortnite is already doing Fortnite. that. Fortnite. The fact that I said Halo and your eyes lit up, you're like, oh my god, he's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like... All right, RJ, thanks yeah, for dropping yeah, yeah. by, man. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's just Congrats, weird. Overwatch, for catching up to things games have been doing already. It's just weird that they're like the final horse across the finish line with that. They're I not mean, the final horse yet. No. But still, I mean, dang, that's like... Mm. I agree with Slasher. This is the year of uh, Fortnite esports. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fortnite, no, yeah. Fortnite's no. going to take over this year. Yeah, it is. That's right. But speaking of esports, let's get into a little bit of uh, some of the esports stuff that has been announced recently. Uh, let's talk about good guy Catcom. Man, Catcom's back in our good graces. Holy no, crap. No. This feels so it's good. It's still a black company. No. no. They still oh, work their no. employees to death. No. Oh, yeah, that's why You play the crappy Capcom game. Yeah. Sorry, Wallace. What's that? They've been treating me very well. Wait, what no, crappy Capcom That only means one thing. That means Devil May Cry 5 is going to suck. Because Mega Man 11 was good. Mega Man 11 was great. Resident Evil 2 was good. Mega Man 11 was Devil great. Devil May Cry 5 is going to suck. That's what's going to happen. You, you know, but you see, like... What if it doesn't? No, I would be... What if... What if... Street Fighter 5 is the game that is just forever bad? I will... So, to the point I mean, that there is now a movement to revive 4. The thing is, 5 has been steadily getting better with updates recently. But speaking of Street Fighter, uh, the Capcom Pro Tour made their announcement recently. Nah. I mean, this is good for fighting games. We don't, I know we don't talk much about fighting games, but as a Street Fighter fan... That's a lie. I am a Street Fighter fan. I know you are, but... <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean that's a lie? <laughs> I love my Street Fighter. I like my Hadoukens. Like Tekken a bit more, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of I'm a big Street Fighter fan, but there's two fighting games. There's guaranteed two fighting games. Mortal Kombat. That Tekken. I like. No, it's Mortal Kombat and Virtua Fighter. Okay. Uh, and when I can't have my Virtua Fighter fixed, Virtua Fighter gets replaced with Tekken. Um, so Street Fighter Five, uh, Capcom has announced their Pro Tour with a prize pool of over $600,000. Uh, they've also changed up their entire event structure, so they're actually going to have a tour across many, many months and many different events. Interesting. Um, they're going to start this in, in March, and all these events are going to culminate in the Capcom Cup that they have at the end of the year in December. Uh, in terms of that schedule, uh, there's a couple of... Uh, Regular events that they have they have like their premiere events and then there's gonna be their super premiere events So, so majors and minors Essentially, yeah, so the, <laughs> the super premiere events are things like EVO, which is in August uh, We have the Street Fighter uh, I think it's like that's like the world championship thing that they have in Japan in September And then there's also the Pro Tour uh, regionals that they're gonna have in November but in terms of the schedule outlined from March till end of November, you have Final Round, which is one of the bigger majors in Atlanta, Georgia. It's always held in Georgia. Uh, you have NCR, which is in California. You have the Mix-Up, which is uh, in April. That one is usually either at an actual location or they just do it online. Uh, Chicago. It's always a mix-up. Yeah. yeah. 
Chicago is uh, the popular combo breaker tournament in May. It's going to uh, be frozen. June, uh, June, we're going to have the Capcom Pro Tour in Taipei. Uh, CEO, which is one of the biggest events next to EVO. It's always in Florida. This time in June, it's going to be in Daytona Beach, Florida. Daytona! Uh, <laughs> Uh, you also have Game Over, which is going to be held in the Dominican Republic. Uh, VS Fighting in the UK in July. Another Pro Tour stop in August in Hong Kong. We have the Celtic Throwdown, August 31st to September 1st. That's one of my personal favorites. You get a lot of the EU players out there. Uh, you have Final Fighters in China for September 7th through 8th. Uh, in October, there is the SEA Major in Singapore. Uh, October we go to EGX for London UK and then also in October there is the first I think it's like the first to five I forget what it's called uh, but this one's gonna be held in San Juan Puerto Rico and then in November uh, we have one more Capcom stop in Toronto Ontario uh, for their premiere event Ontario 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 Canada Leave me alone. It's Canada. Canada. No one cares. Um, oh, Jericho's from Canada. That's the only good thing Canada has given me. Kenny Omega's from Canada. And that's the other good thing they get. And also Alexa Ray. I love you, Alexa. You're the, you're the best. Um, and uh, <laughs> is it one of the Ryans from Canada? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Capcom's throwing a lot of money into their own event. Um, which is really interesting because, you know, they're, they're definitely trying to do their own thing with yeah. the FGC and kind of like bring it away from the negativity I and think toxicity. Yeah, I think this is a, definitely a step in their part to try to... Is Nathan Fillion Canadian? Ryan Ra Damn it, Ryan Reynolds! Yeah, I Stop think it. it's Ryan... Yeah, Ryan I think Reynolds it's Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's Fillion's right. Canadian, yeah. All right, Canada, you're good to us. Yeah. You also, give, you also give us hot women, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm cool, I'm cool. They gave me maple syrup. <laughs> they gave us French toast. Did they really? No, oh, no. No. I like French toast. I just wanted to mention they did not, French toast. They did not give us French toast. I mean, oh. just really want some French toast. Another thing in esports, uh, we finally have some official news regarding the Magic the Gathering oh, Arena yeah. <laughs> Mystic Invitationals. <laughs> I'm way ahead of you, Gina. I'm prepared for the show. <laughs> so am I. Uh, so the first major is going to be taking place at PAX East this March with a $1 million prize pool. 250000 of those dollars is going to the winner. Um, they announced this push back in December. We talked about this yeah, uh, did, that yeah. month in, in December. But it's an invitational. That makes me sad. Yeah, that doesn't yeah so that means you have to like qualify yeah. for it, yeah. which sucks. How? So, uh, they still haven't outlined that. Um, you have 28 days! They've been doing like a few tournaments here, like on Magic the Gathering and Arena, so maybe they're going based off of that. Yeah. Uh, and basically, if you got invited to this thing, you get to go to play for $250,000 in first date. Um, so they did a competitive league. Um, there's going to be 32 pro league players that are going to get invited to this thing, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. In terms of the Here's format, they're going with dual standard in which each player brings two decks into ooh, ooh. that particular match. That's rare. Uh, that is actually super rare. Beyond meeting standard magic deck requirements, so if you're going by standard format, it's the pre it's the core yeah. set plus no, the current going, blocks and rotation. That's, 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 that's weird. You that's can weird. literally bring two completely identical decks 
or you can just fire them, you know, if you want. Yeah, uh, that's 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 really interesting. So it's gonna be interesting to watch yeah. and see who grinded. I mean, I, who, I, uh, uh, I want to know who grinded hardcore for yeah. like, a lot of these cards. Not yeah. for Cheating. <laughs> yeah. You did, we're talking about magic. I have to bring him up every yeah, time. Yeah, you got You kind of have to. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, so that's gonna be really interesting. We got a. We got a couple of uh, fails to announce. Unfortunately, uh, the. Yeah, I wonder who's the first one gonna be. Back. Which one of these two do we wanna start? With? Let's talk about these guys. I, we titled this episode "Failed Asia." We got, let's talk about these guys. And we've so. been talking about nothing but successful things. Yeah, so now we gotta bring it down last, a little bit. Wait, wait, can, well, one last success. Oh yeah, this is that? actually huge. Okay, so what's this last success? Is that the, um. And I'm going to mispronounce this, and I'm sorry. I will tell you exactly how to pronounce that. That is Mongkok. Okay, Mongkok. <laughs> All right. In <laughs> um, Mongkok in um, Hong Kong, they've recently opened, as of yesterday, a $3.8 million esports complex, 28,000 square feet, to grow and train esports athletes. That's... I remember that episode of South Park when they go to China to play. It's also dodgeball. Asia's largest esports complex. Yeah, remember that episode of South Park when we went to China to play dodgeball, and you found out that they had like complexes just to teach little kids how to play dodgeball. Yes, that's how I kind of see that. Like, and I'm and I'm kind of excited for that. Like that they are making this complex just for uh, just for esports. That's actually pretty it's cool. Also, it's also it's also really what cool. it's also the second government back. Yeah. Um, project out of um, China <clears throat> to attract tourists. That's actually really interesting. They're, yeah. they're going ham. They're going ham with giving a hundred million Hong Kong dollars. Considering that the rocky <laughs> relationships internationally China has had lately, this is this is very interesting. They're trying to push hard for tourism. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually a lot. That's actually really yeah, cool because Shanghai is, really is the cool, other yeah. city for yeah. TI9 this year, yes. and mm -hmm. they're saying, yeah, we're working close to actually grow video games for video game tourism no that's really cool i mean the thing is that would like the fact that they're doing this is kind of pushing the whole thing they want to attract video game tourism to china now that ti is going to be there yeah but the thing is, they now have they now they now not only have ti they now have something that after ti is over they say oh we also have this really great thing yeah. you can come see and yeah. hold future tournaments and hope no like they're, they're redoing yeah. the entire stadium just to do tournaments it's yeah. actually great they're repurposing one of the Olympic stadiums. Oh, God. They need to do that. That's for Shanghai. Yeah. That, anyway. That's what makes me laugh. <laughs> the whole point of this was to talk about epic fails. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about some epic fails, specifically with the Epic Game Store being in the news recently. I have issues with it. I think it's, everyone does. Everyone I have does. issues with it being a brick and mortar store. Uh, so what's been happening now is that there's been, you know, Epic has launched its game store as a competitor to think game, store. game store. Game store. As a competitor to uh, competitor. Steam, uh, we've had some games abandoning Steam to be launched exclusively through the Epic Game Store. Uh, one of the big ones that did this was uh, Ubisoft Math 2. The Division 2 has left the Steam marketplace. It's going to be... Uh, Sold through the Epic Game Store and Ubisoft's and Ubisoft and Ubisoft Store, of course. Um, there is also going to be uh, a lot of people that were significantly upset about this move. Metro Exodus 
removed itself yeah. from Th there's the Steam library. There, and it's no. now only going to be available through the Epic Games Store. Yeah, because the, the issue with Math 2 was it was there, but you couldn't put money down for it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. There was never a formal agreement. The issue with Metro right now is, people is that for it. people paid full price for and it, now it's not gonna be and there. now it's not there. Yeah, that's really messed up. So everyone's kind of like, what happens? They're going to honor it, apparently. Yeah. And give them what? No, they'll, they'll still have they'll still be able to install the game oh, well, that's through great. Steam. But at the same time, Valve's like, that's you, you just broke our TOS. Yeah. Like you literally just broke the TOS, and it's actually, yes, this is actually bad. Yeah, that's, ooh, that is real bad. Because their Vision 2 was never announced to be on Steam. Yeah. It was always announced for for Uplay. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, Uplay games show up on Steam whenever. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, um, yeah. So one of the big things, I mean, games being exclusive to any form of platform sucks for most people, especially when you're on PC. It's physically impossible, like, though. It, it's That's the reason why you buy a PC. Yes. You're not tied to platform exclusivities. But now you are. It's dumb. I know. And before everyone starts arguing, but what about Blizzard or Origin? All of EA's pre-Origin games are still on Steam. You can yeah. still buy them on there. Steam. Yes. Yeah. You can still play them on Steam. I guess I played Bad Company 2 last night. Oh, Bad Company 2. Works very well. I, it also gives you a key to relaunch it in Origin if you wanted to. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with this is that this is Epic's year one attempt at trying to swim, trying to take on a 15-year juggernaut that is Steam. Not a good start. It's not a good start. It's not a good start at all. Uh, but they've messed up on a lot of things. There's been a lot of issues with uh, security. Uh, there's been a lot of issues with uh, GDPR laws and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... There's just a lot of stuff that Epic's game It defaulting the C drive every time <laughs> for every update. Why? I tell you to install it to D. We're gonna install it to C. Why? Why? I mean, this is yeah, basic. It, it's it's I it, mean the long uh, and short of it all is you have games being thrown exclusively to a platform that just isn't really good enough to support it. Yeah. And it's just like the only thing that I like about it is I'm collecting a, it, free games, which is... It's oh, not a good start at all. There's stuff that they're doing smartly. Which is what I have Twitch for, though. Yes. I want to list the games I've already played, but now I just have a version of them on the PC. I go for Twitch for that. Yeah. Like, Darksiders, the... the <laughs> and then Battle... I have now have four copies of Battleship Brigade. That's insane. That is insane. Because I've got every other version for... I've only paid for it once. Every other version has been a freebie. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to sort of end the show on is a company we love to rag on when it comes to fails. Yeah. And that's Electronic Arts, EA. Uh, EA has finally succumbed to the, oh, the loot box oh, crusade. Oh, uh, they have decided to remove their loot box mechanics from their FIFA games and future FIFA titles. Cool. Uh, this has mainly been done in Belgium because they were under fire. <laughs> they have been under fire for the loot boxes that they introduced into FIFA 19, and then uh, Belgium basically sued them because they were like, hey, this is gambling, you need to moderate this. Yep. Actually, they passed uh, a law. Yeah, well, that too. They, they passed yeah. the law, then sued EA. 
Also, EA has... Oh, man, who was, like, going on a Twitter rant saying that loot boxes wasn't gambling? Well, that was David Jaffe. Yeah. 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 That's also because he invented loot boxes. No, but it's, like, the rant he did was less of, like, a a long rant discussion of what loot boxes really were. It was just pretty much, like, a foaming at the mouth ranting of him defending his creation. Well, his uh, he didn't create loot boxes, first of all. He created the monetization scheme behind them. David Jaffa didn't. David Jaffa, his argument was that he was only taking it from the point of cosmetic DLCs right. that that's like art. Like, you're, you know, you're paying for the art on yeah. that type of thing. And I agree with that, but when you're literally withholding portions of the game that yeah, I've already paid for, yeah. that's what people get upset. Yeah, I think he was upset, missing yeah. out on that part. Yeah. I think, and, and, and it's like. I, uh, and, he was. He was. <laughs> oh no, he was he was he was reamed viciously Ooh, he by was, Jim Sterling, yeah, as well as most of the internet community. But yeah. Jim Sterling definitely was like, "Hey, my favorite, take this, eat it." Um, Belgium too strong. I mean, David Jaffe, he's a very strong-minded individual. You know, I give him a lot of respect because he's made a lot of my favorite games. Um, but there are definitely some things that his mentality is very archaic yeah. on. Uh, but EA has given him to the one thing they cannot stop, and that's the strong arm of the law and government. That's I mean, the second company Belgium has done this to, actually. Wait, are they yes. still doing are they still doing the whole gacha thing with their players, though? Uh, no. They're, no, they're, they're because... Been, <laughs> they've been getting screened by this. Oh, because of Square Enix. Square Enix had to actually remove the um, Kingdom Hearts mobile game. Yes. So they got so it's EA's, banned. <laughs> wow! So they even, banned everyone's account. So even gotcha games are affected by this. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Belgium too strong. Belgium wow. too strong. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Dang. I still remember that video of the kid who broke a CB because he did. He got a. He opened up a loot box and got. What was it? I think he got Ronaldo, in like FIFA. Yeah. And he broke his TV over it. Uh, I remember that's one yeah, of my favorite that videos. That's hilarious. That's up there with the um with the manhunt kid, yeah. the German manhunt yeah. kid. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but touching on EA, I wanted to give uh, some final opinions uh, because one of the things that I'm going to try to stream for you guys uh, this weekend, hopefully, uh, since I can now legally stream that, uh, is the Anthem demo. We had the Anthem VIP, which is like an early access thing. Uh, specifics of the NDA were that we were not supposed to really show anything. Uh, some other YouTubers and Twitch streamers are able to do so now because they lifted that NDA. Um, but the Anthem VIP demo at launch was pretty much a mess. Uh, they fixed little things here and there. Uh, but in terms of like first impressions of Anthem, um, it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's a good game. I just have some issues with the play of it for here and uh, we were talking about this pre-show where I was saying you know when you you know we can argue left and right whether or not Destiny is good but one of the things that Destiny does right is it makes you feel powerful when you yeah. play the gunplay feels really nice yeah the powers feel really nice yeah. like it's very visceral you know you're in the moment and stuff like <clears> that <throat> my biggest issue with Anthem is I don't feel like I'm in an Iron Man suit right you know, I feel like I'm a, just a generic soldier that can fly and shoot regular guns and regular grenades and right. you know the the gunplay stuff is very generic and it's basically Call of Duty with a, a, 
it's a Call of Duty battlefield with, you know, this fancy mech suit. Uh, what I did enjoy is when I'm flying around, you know, looking at scenery, the game's very beautiful, by the way. Um, the scenery stuff is very nice, you know, seeing creatures run through the woods as I'm flying over, uh, you know, the waterfalls and stuff like that. Like, all that stuff is very nice and it's done really well. Uh, I just feel like it's missing that gameplay oomph. Mm -hmm that something like Destiny has, or something like Gears of War, when you like, when you do the, the you know, you're running and you're doing the cover shooting and you slam into yeah. the cover, like, you just feel it, that, it, it you feels feel that like, slam. It feels the game does not have any character to it. It doesn't, it just feels very dry in terms yeah. of the gameplay. Uh, everything else looks fine, it, you know, it's, it's just, it's just very well, generic. If I recall, and like I said, you know me, I am not a big fan of EA, and I'm like legit waiting for EA to EA this game. Um, but maybe well, you'll be happy to know there is going to be twenty dollar DLC suits. <laughs> no microtransactions, right? That I sounds sleep. very much like a microtransaction I, 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 I to me. Sleep. I sleep. Well, that's <laughs> DLC. DLCs aren't microtransactions technically. It's twenty dollars for a freaking suit. That's the that's microtransaction. The suits are all specific on design. They each have different abilities and yeah. Unless unless they slots. unless they bundle in new maps with it. That's Michael Trackstash. It's twenty dollars for Japanese. That is more. It's thirty-four dollars for a Dota Two Arcana, which is just a skin. Yeah, it's, no, it's like, nonsense. Yeah, that's, <laughs> unless unless they bundle in some maps with this, that's a one. Again, though, Trackstash. again, though, that goes to also the creator. Like a majority of that goes to the creator of the yeah. skin, but maybe I, I can't know. Be able to buy it if it doesn't yeah. make a billion dollars. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think the problem with this is both the good and bad of Anthem. Uh, the good, it's releasing at a period where those kind of games, those, you know, live services and, you know, exploratory games, they're kind of in a very... They're in their low period right now uh, because the next big updates for a lot of them does happen in March. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, I'm done with Destiny. I'm done playing, you know, Final Fantasy. I'm done with, you know, this other stuff that I'm doing in insert other online game here. Let me try this new one that's out, see what's yeah, up with it. 14. And then once those updates come in March, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I got to balance both. I want to really do this other one because I like this one more. Um, the game's going to do well just because it does have the anticipation factor yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's going to be one of those games that people are going to play and then they're just going to be like, okay, I'm done. And then they go back to their other I, thing. I feel like it's going to be a game. It's going to have that high audience at yeah. the beginning and drop off. I feel like it's going to be a game like, that... It's next update. Yeah, I think... It's, it's going to go through what The Division went through when it first launched. Yeah. And when, it, and when it's first no, made... The Division was I, horrible for like a year. I think that once this game is... After it does like its first gone of its first run after it has its first big update it's gonna have a severe price drop like a hardcore price drop and that's when they're gonna get a certain some new players coming in um when was the last time EA did a price drop like that that wasn't a sale Battlefront 2 yeah and all of a sudden I think that was just Disney because <laughs> hey, a, lot of, a lot of those contracts again when you sign one of those contracts you sign you have to ship a certain amount yeah. I really well, yeah. pay a penalty. I really feel that, like it's, yeah. that could have just been contractual. Yeah. Let's be honest with that. I, I really, I really feel like this is going to be one of those games where, after it does this, like when it has its first big update, you're gonna they may drop the price just a little bit, and they may to try to attempt to bring people in, but it's really not gonna help. 
But hey, they make surprises. Who knows? I don't know. But the the real the open demo is going to be available uh, this Friday. Um, I might stream it just to take a little bit of a break from Resident Evil Two. Uh, the reason why I haven't done more Resident Evil Two is uh, I, I I not only no, it's not kind of tired. Uh, I play where I wherever I left off, and I try to see as far as I can go to try to gauge what I'm going to show you guys for stream. Um, I'm at a point where I actually have too little ammo to even progress through Ooh, where I'm at right now. Uh, for those of you who watched the last stream, I was ceremoniously unprepared for the first Birkin fight. Ow. And I wasted oh, too ow. many bullets on that. And I'm at a part where, you know, you got to get through the parking lot and then eventually you make your way to the clock tower. Oh, um, you, mm, you got to stealth it. And I, I have to stealth it. You gotta stealth So I'm gonna. I'm trying to replay to get back to the point where I left off last stream, uh, which you know we did a big replay of it last Tuesday of what we got up to. Uh, once I get back up, back to there, uh, <laughs> X gonna give it to me. X gave it to me pretty sure. Uh, I ran through a wrong door trying to escape a liquor, and he smacked the crap out of me. Um, so I'm just gonna try to get back to where I am and then continue from there. Uh, but I'm also, you know, want to show off a little bit of Anthem, so I'm gonna try to do that for you guys this weekend, whether it's Friday or Saturday, I don't know just yet. Uh, but definitely gonna show off some Anthem uh, for you guys, so definitely stay in tune for that. But in the meantime, we're running a little bit over. Jump on to watch Neil Ivan Gaming uh, as he plays through some War Thunder uh, after we end the show. As always, you can find us here at the Waypoint Cafe at 65 Ludlow Street. Where we use the stream room, this very stream room right here. You guys can find out about that information on www.waypointcafenyc.com. Stream room is available for use. Yeah. If you're ever thinking about streaming, uh, just figure out what days are available. Definitely come on down, try it out, stream your games through here. You know, we, 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 we like streams. We like it. But definitely check out some of the tournaments that we'll be having at the Waypoint Cafe. Most notably, the Square Button Massacre coming up on February 9th, uh, where we get to play King Soul Calibur Hell, 6. Dragon Ball Fighter Z and Smash Brothers in a King of the Hill style tournament, uh, and also be sure to check out our Discord link in the chat, and we're gonna link that on our social media as well, guys. It's been a pleasure talking to you about stuff. Join us next week where we'll continue to talk more about all your gaming and esports needs. Until then, as always, okay, I'll be loaded.